You want to clap? Yes, please. Why'd you look around first? I want to make sure my door was shut. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because my baby's sleeping. It was either that or Wolverines. Uh, a little bit of both. A little column A, yep. a little column B. Yep, yep. It's tough here in New Hampshire sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 233. Procrastinators assemble tomorrow. Welcome to the show. This one's about video games. <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> What did you think I was going to say? I have no idea, but it was going down a different different <laughs> okay. route. Well, I'm oh, yeah. glad I disappointed you, maybe. Hmm. 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 Hey, it's the Tone Control. Yep. All right. Welcome. It's another episode of the Tone Control, the show where we break down the hottest, hottest gossip and news about yours and my favorite topic, Hogwarts Legacy. Everybody's talking about it, and so are we. We're gonna bring you all, all the cheat codes. How to how to get the dragon Patronus? You know, how to, man. How to be in Slytherin? I miss cheat code era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like when they're I built do. in. Like the last one I yeah. think I know about was Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Stuff it, like that, it crept right? Into like N64. just sixty four. You know, you could put it in like wireframe mode. Yeah, or like I was playing old Star Wars games, like um, oh gosh, Dark Forces. Is that what it was called? Yeah, that's uh, the one like that the was, Je- on, Jedi was like Knights. a Doom Engine one, right? Yeah, those all had cheat codes, and I just I yeah. remember like. Yeah, you play the game, but then like, oh, we can turn off gravity or like unlimited ammo, unlimited <laughs> yeah. health. Like all that stuff was really fun. Yeah. I just, I miss that. That was a, yeah. that was a fun time in, in, uh, in gaming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now there's, it's like, it's like console commands, right? It's like in a game. Yeah, but like, games don't even, I mean, maybe it's me. Maybe I just I haven't mean, bothered Skyrim to look did. up. I don't know. What was the last single player yeah, I mean, game I played? <laughs> does God of War Ragnarok have cheat codes? I, don't I should know. look it up. I, I mean, who even can I like do big head mode? That'd be great. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like uh, uh, NBA Jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Up, 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 down, down, left, right, left, right. Select. A B. Start. Select. Start. There's A B in there. A B. Yeah. Actually, so that's the Konami code, right? And that yeah. that actually has different iterations depending on because um, on like Super NES, like Gradius on Super NES, Gradius three. Had used uh, LRLR instead of mm. instead of AB or or instead of left right I think I don't remember I don't remember now that I think about it I don't remember this I don't remember at all. all I'm saying is like <laughs> life was simpler when you could just punch in a cheat code and like you'd, you remember you'd like print them out and it was like games like <laughs> yeah. Mortal Kombat had it like oh god what a fun time anyway Did you I'm playing God a, of War Ragnarok right now Do you ever have a game great. genie I never did. Um, yeah. No, cause I was not a console kid. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Like yeah, the we, thing that would plug in the back of the. Uh, it was like an in between. Well, controller. I had one for NES, 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was like in so line, the, right? It, yeah, it would it would basically plug onto the cartridge, and the the cart would it was another cartridge, and it would fit in. Um, and then you would yeah. you would basically enter hex codes. You had like you had like six double lines of hex codes or something, and there'd be a book, and it was pre-internet, so it was the book. Or yeah. you could randomly guess and cause screwy things to happen by accident. Because hmm. you were directly, me- and then like nowadays, you can see like um, like if you search for this on YouTube, you can find people who are like. In fact, there's this one channel that I followed for a little while where they're like dissecting the code of these old games, like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for NES, like this notoriously mm-hmm. weirdly coded game, and dissecting the code of all the hit animations. And he's like, he's running it in an emulator that like freeze frames on every line of code, so he can like check what's happening and visualize it all. And then you can go in and like adjust those memory values. And that's what the Game Genie was doing. It was literally just finding a memory value. You know, you pick the one over there and then what you want to change it to, boom, there you go. You've mm-hmm. got a result. You know, suddenly Mario can jump super high or something. Yeah. And then our dog, uh, one day when we were out of the house, chewed it to pieces. Oh. <laughs> and that was that was it. I never got into the other Brutal. ones. Um, I, think, I think Nintendo was sort of mad about those. I think there was like oh, legality oh, and, and Game Shark or whatever. They they got really mad and and there was um, yeah. they stopped being a thing after a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just like reminiscing about all the, all the extras that gaming stuff used to have, and now it's all baked into the games and and things like the N64 Rumble Pack, right? Yeah. You if you wanted your controller to vibrate, you had to buy the thing. All that like accessory stuff. Yeah, right. it was more money, but. And like, yeah, the DualSense controller for PS5 is absolutely unbelievable. It's, it's bananas, yeah. But it's also like, oh, the, here's the controller. They make one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they make two now. But like, you know what I mean? It's just like, <laughs> here's the controller. Right. And I miss some of that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You anyway, know, welcome speaking, to the tone control. Actually, speaking of, <laughs> no, I'm not done with this. The, okay, the, okay. Um, I just heard Let something super interesting the other day because the um, 007 GoldenEye like mm. remake thing came out for Xbox and Switch. And so everybody's been talking yeah. about that as well. And so there was like a, a little, one of my podcasts, I guess, ended up with this little bit of like history about its development. Um, and it was it was really interesting. Like the game was like super delayed. It released like two and a half years or something after the film. Like it was totally not coincident at all. They didn't advertise it. Like the the publisher like totally was ready to just tank it and, and mm-hmm. call it a day. And it it like succeeded beyond their wildest dreams in spite of them. Um, but in development, it went through all these other stages. Like originally, it was an, a, a Super NES game, and then they totally hmm. changed it to be a first person. And then they they multiplayer, the most famous part of it was added yeah. at the last possible second right before release. <laughs> and they didn't tell anybody they were adding it because they thought they would get told, oh, no, no, don't do that. We'll just release it. But they put it in yeah. during the last, like, 30 days or something. So here's the thing. When they started building the thing, they they had this idea that they were going to make the rumble pack be the reload. So you'd have to pull out the rumble oh. pack and, re- and slam it back in to reload your gun, which oh they quickly God. axed because it was like a pain. But that was, isn't yeah, that so but like, fun? Like that's oh, what they're doing. Shit. They have this, these stupid Trident controllers and they're like, you know what we're going <laughs> to do? You know, like, like, damn. What an idea. Like that's, that's, <laughs> That's sort of VR like proto stuff now, right? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say that's like proto Nintendo Wii, right? With like the, you're, yeah. you're moving the controller <laughs> around differently. That's right. very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a funny 
TikTok or something a little bit ago that it's like, hey man, real quick, we need some pause music for this James Bond video game we're making. <laughs> Doesn't need to be the most like important thing that everybody will remember about the game or anything. Don't sweat it. And then they just like play the clip of the like 16th yeah, note halftime. That pause everybody music. fucking knows. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> And like the guy doing the beat and the producer is just like, oh shit, we've done it. <laughs> Pure fire. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God. Well, that, that's a, a, a quick gag about Hogwarts Legacy instead of being a guitar podcast got a lot of mileage. Hmm. So that was pretty good. I'm going to yeah, keep dude. that I'm gonna I'm going to be time. playing. I'll, I'm going to play it soon yeah. once I'm done with God of War Ragnarok. Our friends Ragathor, uh, as apparently Beth calls it. over the weekend, like our friends, he he bought it for his, their kids. Like th- th- it's Arya's friend and her younger brother. They're like hmm. eight and five. And it's T for teen, is it not? He was like, well, so far I haven't seen anything <laughs> objectionable. And uh, he's like, mm-hmm. she was going. I sort of sat with her for like the first hour, and then I was like, okay, you're on your own. She keeps hitting a wall and not knowing what to do, and I'm like figure it out and apparently she really stuck with it she played it for several hours she got to pick a house wow. uh, which was Hufflepuff cool. and apparently he stormed off at that point um, <laughs> it's like I don't even know you but I'll tell you what I mean he says nothing no kid of mine I, is gonna be in Hufflepuff <laughs> I've seen a, I've seen some reviews and I mean it is it is kind of interesting right that the everybody in the game is like 13 or something and you're at a mm. school and but it is an RPG, and so everything is violence based. I mean, yeah. you're just you're just hurting people like all the time. You can, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, so anyway, hmm. yeah. I mean, let's you not, do get let's not look under that rock too yeah, much. <laughs> I mean, mm, okay. Anyway, no, we're not actually gonna. I'm not actually gonna break down all the seat, all the cheat codes. For I don't have no idea about that. I've seen it. I've seen a video you, about it one time. Big head mode. That's all I want for anything. <laughs> well, it's a single player. You should be able to mod it, right? Um, like a Skyrim uh, kind of situation. Not on console, but yeah. I mean, oh well, I don't know. They can do. I mean, the Bethesda they can. Games they did it with add, Fallout. Yeah, they do add mods to console. Um, yeah, some of the more famous ones, I guess. Can, but can do it. Anyway, all right, all you right, want to talk about yeah. some stuff? We could do the, some of the things that we actually do. Um, you know, so let's, yeah. all right, all right. You know what? Um, it's fine. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit PedalGenie.com and start your wish list today. It fired on click Also brought two. to you by our own <laughs> podcast, The Tone Control. Oh, yeah. There's new merch. Go uh, go find the merch and Find do the up. merch. I'm trying to, if I have any merch on my desk. Hold on. I was looking through, I got this little tray of picks here, yeah. Um, which we're going to talk about later, and my tone control pick is not in here. I don't know where yeah, it is. Yeah, I have a little <laughs> pile of picks, and my tone control pick also walked away. Hmm. I mean, I have a whole bag of them back there. Anyway. Yeah, mine are somewhere, but I, okay. I don't know where. I had one out, but Hey, whatever. we still don't have tone control knobs. We just still don't have just tone control tone guitar controls. Guitar pick which I, ASMR? You want some guitar pick yeah. ASMR? All right, let's do it. Oh, sorry. I tapped the mic. Oh man, that's all right. It's making your it didn't take me out of the mood that much. Is it making your your ear balls tingle or whatever that's supposed to do? (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. Pick on their quarterly convention. (laughs) 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 Yes, Eric. All the picks have gone to their quarterly convention, and nobody gets to know what goes on there. Unless you're a Mm-mm. plectrum. Mm. 
Um, well, anyway, how you been? I'm fine. That's good. I we were we were there. There was talk about us virtually hanging out this weekend, and then I totally blew yeah. you guys off twice because we were kind of no, sick that's in okay. this house. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what happened. So, like, let me go back. I'm looking through some pictures on my phone trying to remember what happened here. <laughs> what happened um, in your life? <laughs> yeah. Um, we're doing, Jack's doing, like, some early, big air quotes, swim classes. Right on, where right you kind of, you so, hold Which them. is basically just, like, your little kids splash around in a pool. Yeah. It's very fun and, and adorable. Yeah. And it tires them the fuck out. So we right. get a really good nap afterwards, so that rules. Um, looking through, I've organized my spice cabinet, so, you know. <laughs> Fucking watch out Shit. for this guy. <laughs> Fucking look out. It's organized by frequency of use. The oh. only way to do it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Oh, hmm. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a kitchen undecipherable to others. Right. It it's like my a kitchen. security feature. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It is my kitchen. Yeah. Frequency. I thought about doing alphabetical, but I was like, I don't use half this stuff that's going to end up in front. Derek, where's the chili you know, powder? Shut up. Yeah. Second shelf on the left, right? It's yeah. just like friggin' right there. Stadium seating. <laughs> did, why, did I pick one that you use all the time? It's probably right up for anyway, That is one imagine, I use all the time. Imagine like, I said one that's, yeah. that you don't use all the time and somebody's looking like for whole it. You're like, you know what? Whole cloves. Whole cloves? What am I going to use those for? Yeah. I, I use them once a year, right? What's the, the least used? Like mustard seed, right? Whole mustard seed or something. Like all these whole seeds that I have. Yeah. Star anise. Like, you gotta have you know, like a grinder gonna, for that shit. Yeah. And you're not supposed yeah. to use a coffee grinder. I assume you it's can use it, a coffee grinder. I assume it's because it, it makes them taste like coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the most exciting thing that's happened here, I think. Um, I think it's pretty good. I'm, I love it, honestly. I, I was growing to hate the cabinet and I open it up every time I'm cooking now and I'm just like, ah. Oh. This is the life, you know. <laughs> guess what's what near me? Exactly what I wanted. <laughs> fucking everything. <laughs> like, why did I not just spend the twenty dollars five years ago? I don't know. Just I had. I was like, ah, oh, well, who cares, you know? Mm-hmm. But no, this is it. This is this is peak adulthood. <laughs> well, well, we apologize for for not being able to FaceTime with you guys. Oh my god, we, no. Don't. Um, we were just like, are "Oh, you, are they busy?" Like we were just bored. We were yeah. sitting like, "Want to see what they're doing?" I don't know. I can see what they're doing, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh almost any other we I mean, we Aria had strep last week, which is like, you know, we're not that bad. It's actually it's kind of good cuz we the poor thing every time she gets sick, they end up testing her for strep. It finally mm. is strep and we're like, Oh, this is awesome. We can actually give Vindication. you I can actually give you medicine for this instead of just yeah. waiting, you know? So um, so anyway, she has that and then kind of picks up kind of a secondary cold at the same time. And sure enough, mm-hmm. by the end of the week, we both woke up like Friday night. We're like, hmm. And then we wake up on mm-hmm. Saturday and we're like, yeah, we have a thing. So <laughs> I will say I will say this. Um it it was it was not that bad, but it was weird. And, Mm. um, our, according to our home tests, we did not have COVID. None of the three of us. That's the most I can say, but I will say that I felt all screwed up in my face. So I know it was a cold, but my body hurt a lot. And Mm. yesterday there was like a movie night. We had like a little family movie time going on and I fell asleep on the couch, which if you know me personally is enough to worry that I might be dying. 
I do not nap. I do not nap. So these things combine, but I also got over it super fast. I I mean, I don't know. I'm vaxxed as hell. So I'm just saying (laughs) like, I could have just barely gotten a little COVID, but I have no way. I mean, I I had it and I felt real bad. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was not good, but, Uh, um, yeah. Now let me ask you this. Have you been sick in the last while? Like in the last order of years? Yeah, yeah, so is it that? It, it might I mean, it I, might be. I mean, it was it was not as cold bad as most of yeah. most colds that I can remember. For, you know, we don't get sick very much cuz when I'm in crowded spaces, I put a mask on. You know what I mean? Cuz it's yeah. just like this basic instinct now and it's like I don't see why that would ever go, kind of go away for me. So Right. And it's working and um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, my kids still get sick you know, in because in kid, kid yeah. in kid fashion. She's not months old anymore so it's not mm-hmm. every week but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah uh but anyway yeah so i don't i don't know i don't really think but at the same time it was weird to to have a cold that was mostly body ache so mm-hmm. i have no idea but it doesn't matter i feel i feel much much better and we're it's a, a three-day thing so that's yeah jack if, is still if it is, the- i got it better than fucking anybody so Oh, good. Jack is in the, if he's not sick this week, he will be next week, but we can kind of plan on that, you know? <laughs> he's so you guys want to hang out? Well, he's like, he's sick now, so he should be fine by then. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. So um, anyway. Yeah. Kind of quiet here otherwise, I guess. Um, yeah. Keep it on, keep it on. Right. Well, should we get into the thick of it then? Do you, yeah. want to, do you want to hear a? Um, do you want to hear a little? Do you want to hear a little tag light? I don't know what I've played recently. I haven't played. Have I played? Fucking. Oh man, I don't know what I've played. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Here we go. I don't know. <laughs> Let's take a drink break. So fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. So fuzzy. That was uh, Bogner. Eric thinks Oxford. it's the captain. Nope. Oh, yeah. Bogner. The captain hooks out a shelf over here. Um, what's in the notes? Okay, so, so I have some exciting news, which I think everybody in Discord already knows. Yeah, but I already know this. <laughs> <to our, laughs> Should I act excited? Our, no, it's okay. To <gasps> our it? listen, To our viewer and listener audience, I guess, I am now sharing. I'm joining a cover band. For the first time ever. All right. First practice is the day after tomorrow. And I'm excited. This means does this Looking mean forward. the possibility of actually making a little bit of money from, from it actually finally? does, dude. Yeah. So, like yeah, like which is really weird to think about because I was not caring about that at all. Every band I've been yeah. in, we've always done like a band fund, right? The if you make money from a gig, it just goes back into the band to pay for things like it takes merch the edge or off recording the stuff time. that's coming out of all your pockets. Yeah, right. Because like you're buying your own gear, obviously, yeah. and you know if you have to rent a practice space or studio time or whatever it is, band funds help that. Yep. But now, um, this is actually co- coincidentally the first time I am going to need to pay rent for a practice space, but it's really cheap and shared, right? Yeah, it's shared. Yes, yeah. it comes out to like thirty dollars a month. It's pretty oh, for the for the band. No, for a head. It, so individual. For okay. Yeah. 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 That's still pretty good. I think though. I ever paid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a place that is 
getting more expensive by the day. So we're happy about that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I haven't ever done the full-time cover band thing. I've always been in original bands or bands that sometimes do covers along with mostly originals. Yeah. Excuse me. And like so, the emo nights and yeah, you know, you which is still those. yeah, that was more like we're taking a break temporarily from originals to do this thing. Right. But it's a special event. We were still yeah. an original band, yeah. So I used to not I didn't really love that because I would always rather work on my own music mm-hmm. given the choice, you know, and learning someone else's music is Sometimes fun. It can be really fun. But compared to like my own creative output right there on the table, it's hard to want to put that away. So doing the original band thing with the cover thing mixed in was always like, uh, all right, like it, is, it takes, uh, it's just more work and it feels like the payoff isn't as good. It's not as gratifying, you know, yeah. when, when doing originals. So, but now that it's 100% cover stuff, I don't have to worry about that at all. And in some ways, you know, it's like really being taken away from something else. Yeah. So it's like kind of really freeing in a way that's like, I can just go all in on learning the very smallest details of these parts mm-hmm. and tones and whatever else I want to do and just have a good time and really not have to worry about what am I, what am I leaving off? Like, what am I leaving behind to, to do this stuff? So it's, it's going to be fun. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And and you've got yeah. helixes and things, which is ideal for this. Yeah, so. so the other guitarist uses a helix rack um, for all this stuff. So this band already exists, and it's actually one of the members of Delaney, our bass player, Andy, who you, you know Andy. Nepotism. Um, yeah, no, I know Andy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy, who we've played in... in you know, we played a million shows with Andy over the years and his bands and stuff. So he started this cover band and they need a new guitarist. So they asked if I was interested and he knew I wasn't in a band because <laughs> we were in the same band for a while and then we broke up. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, I'm interested. Let's give this a try. Yeah. So yeah, he, uh, the other guitarist, Matt, uses a Helix. I have my Helix floor, but I think for now I'm going to be using the HX Stomp with my pedal board because I do just still want to use my pedals. Mm, yeah, sure. You know, I just but, like but, that. But stuff. You're, you're not having you're you know you're you're not bringing amp around, and you're not confined nope. to an amp sound. You know, you can still kind of reach anywhere with that. You can have your yeah. It's it's like the thing of <clears throat> I can remember these you know the the rig rundown things with uh, Jimmy Eat World and mm-hmm. talking about his I guess they were fractals that they were I don't know anyway but the the point is he had his floorboard and then like they had all their songs they had the whole they'd done it to the nines right they had all the things yeah. click to the next song all of your it's you're pushing a chorus button and a verse mm-hmm. button and a bridge button and then he had all this page at the end for when they're doing like encores or if they want to screw around and it turns into a pedal board right so yeah. you've got your helix the thing, and then there's the pedal board that has the basic shit on it. It's got your totally your totally. basic shit that's always the same, you know, and it's not having to be pre-programmed. Yeah, right. And it's it's fun to do it that way. You can program a Helix floor to act that way too, if you want. You sure. can do the snapshots with like different parts of songs, and then flip it over to pedal board mode. Yeah, which I've done as well. It works great. But like I with the HX Stomp, I can do. I'm looking at it on the floor here. That's why I'm like doing this, but. Um, <laughs> You know, I can do like 
different amps for different kinds. It's just like a decades hits band. There's no, it's not an emo cover band. It's not a 80s cover okay. band. Yeah. It's just, we're just doing hits, like just big songs over the years. Mm-hmm. So there's everything from Shania Twain to The Darkness to Genuine and <laughs> everything in between. And so there's a lot of big need for a lot of different guitars, yeah, wow. basically. So it's really fun to be messing with the amp side of things a little bit more. And then, like you said, having my f- six other pedals on here be the constant. So I know, yeah. like, I need a boost, got a boost. Need a chorus, got a chorus. And I don't have to, like, program that every time. So right, right, it's cool. And I'm using a little bit of MIDI for the first time. I'm teaching myself MIDI now. With all of this, because what does teaching myself MIDI mean? Tell me about that. Sorry, teaching myself like how to connect my pedals with MIDI. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I'm using (laughs) the HX Stomp as the the brain of all of this, and I'm having it. It's only two pedals, so I'm having it tell my timeline what to do, and that just involves moving from preset to preset on the timeline, essentially. Um, Or if I go to one preset, I can probably. Yeah, so I can tell it, like, use this preset, but change the tempo to that instead. Uh And it just, it locks it in with the preset for the song. So when I switch it to my Alanis Morissette preset, it jumps over to that with the right tempo and all that stuff. So it's cool. It's a lot to wrap your head around, but it's fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, if I decide against it and just unplug it all, it's not the end of the world. I can just go back to regular (laughs) Stompbox delay stuff, but... Yeah, I mean, we might be doing in-ears. Eric's asking if we're going to do in-ears. We're talking about grabbing one of those Behringer iPad-controlled things to do an in-ear rig and stuff. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think they make an 18 that they're looking at. Okay. Um, I leave all that to the powers that be because I don't know anything about that shit and I don't want to... Yeah, I mean, that's that's like... um, I'm pretty sure that's like rolling in with your own sound reinforcement. Kind of zone, basically, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to be bringing my FRFR cab on Wednesday for our our jam, just because we don't have any of that stuff yet. Okay. So we'll be going just big and loud for the first little while. So yeah, that's what's going on. I'm excited. Did you guys? That, in, that's in, like in Delaney. You guys used uh, in ears. Did you guys ever do practice yeah. that way? Did you ever just yeah. not have? We dance? did practice that way every time. Um, really? So the drums were the only thing that was loud. Uh, the drums and the bass were loud. Okay. Andy w- Andy was not using in-ears for Delaney. And Matt was playing through a guitar amp with a cab, um, but the cab was mic'd and, and okay. you know, quiet. But he had it up enough to fill the room for the drummer to hear and okay. for Andy to hear on bass. But when I switched over to Helix, it was like, you know, I could hear myself loud and clear. And then suddenly <laughs> the other two guys were like, Something's missing. It's like, oh, guitar two is like not present. Turn Derek, it up in the are you room. Playing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So because we had the backing tracks and the click track, we were rehearsing to a click. So that was through the in ears with that as well. So it was all together. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, that's what's well, happening. That's an, I said like nothing's yeah. been going on, but that's what's been going on here. And I like just didn't want to, you know, Admit it. bury the lead. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, man. Cool. So on, on my board now is the Stomp the Timeline, my Mjolnir, King of Tone, 1981, and the Walrus Audio Juliana. And it's been an awesome rig. Loving it. Sweet. 
wicked good. Okay. And um I think I think next let's talk about this. Demo. I I lost you, man. Uh oh. All right. We have to pause here. We have to wait. Oh no. This is, is a it bad coming one. back? We're gonna just we're just gonna keep talking. We're gonna vamp. It's gonna be fine. Mm. We're just vamping. Mm, Justin. I'm moving my oh. hands. Oh, Derek's getting crispy. Yeah, now they're moving crispy. really fast, catching up. Uh, 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 there we go. All right. So that's funny. Like, okay. I, I was pretty in time with you the whole time over here. That's interesting, hmm. the way that goes down. Anyway, hey, thanks, the internet. Uh, yep. Man, we live in the Stone Age. This is awful. Sometimes it is, you know? Like I, <laughs> It's like, God damn it, Elon Musk. Right. He was supposed to be the one. He was the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, that just that just makes this whole thing make a whole lot of sense now that I think yeah. about it. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway, uh, what do you say we talk about some Hawaiian pizza? Yeah. All right. Here's what I've got. Here's what I've got. And and listen. I forgot to make sure yeah. my thing was set to the right window before I switched to it. So that was fun. Just it's a fuck yeah. it, we'll do it live moment. Yeah, I finally got around to demoing the Hawaiian pizza and I didn't stream it or anything. I was just like, oh I, yeah. I want to do this demo. I, I want to like get in with this pedal. So just well, after just dinner one night, we can I came talk up here. About your experience right now instead of because it wasn't a live stream, is what I'm saying. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So actually uh, so I tried to do this sometimes. I started this demo by doing the bass first, oh, and cool. like by by writing the the riff on bass first, uh-huh. and because this thing sounds fucking great on bass. <laughs> yeah, the bass on this is pretty rad. <laughs> it sounds so good, and there's a lot of really good sounds in the Hawaiian pizza for bass. So I, I plugged it in and just like where it was set from the last time I used it, and I pulled up an SVT Pro. And sure enough, like that's the sound, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds really good. So I was messing with just like everything. All the the two guitar parts are slightly different tones. The lead yep. part's a different tone. Like with the um, what is it? It's not a sag, but it's like a supply voltage. That's what it was. Ah, uh, right. Just all over the place. Um, but yeah, came together quick, and it was just really fun to be doing that again. So even if I'm not streaming them, I am going to be trying to do doing these demos more because um, uh, the the time of day that I was doing them before is now taken up by being a dad. So I got to find right. other time to, <laughs> to do it. So, but yeah, Hawaiian pizza yeah. by Caroline. Uh, I liked it a lot. It's on my reverb watch list for someday when one gets real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, <clears throat> I also didn't do, I, I have occasionally I've done like a, a video of mixing them and mm-hmm. I was about to do that. And I turned, and then I I opened up our YouTube and went to see. Actually, let me see how many of these because I've done a few of these. How many views do they have? They all have one view. <laughs> so I did not do <laughs> well, that. Well, so here's the thing. The, okay. <laughs> well, they're they're Patreon exclusives. We make. I was them, gonna say, yeah, they're private mostly. So. Still, that's not one. 
But and so what I what that says to me is it was probably Derek. Yeah, just like seeing it. Oh, there seeing it is. Let me take when, a peek. When he went and shared it to Patreon, uh, <laughs> is probably the one view. And so I said, exactly zero patrons looked at this, so I didn't bother. So let me put it to you this way: like I am not trying to get out of producing content. It's really not that big a deal. I'm doing the mixes anyway, and just yeah. to turn it on and like to have my mic going, so I'm sort of narrating what I'm doing. If if anybody finds that interesting um, among the Patreon supporters, please say go. So. They are there. Check them out. And if you like them, please say so to me because at this point I've decided nobody cares. Um, <laughs> but I will happily start doing those for all the demo mixes um, if you guys if you guys like that. And um, the files are available as well, aren't they, for a certain uh, oh, Patreon level? Oh, that's right. That is um, right. I think that we is just right. we just make our we make our demo folder on Dropbox just available to patrons. So. Um, the Derek puts his files there and there they are. There's the multi-track. I dropped the mix in. Um, challenge, you know, challenge me. Do your own mix. Beat me. <laughs> yeah, do it. remix do challenge. It, you, do it, you baby. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Also, I used UAD Luna for this again. I, I feel like every mm. six months or so I should dig that thing out and see. Um, and... <laughs> You know what? It's a lot better. Nothing seems to have changed, but it used to, last time it felt super sluggish. Uh, I mean, nothing feature-wise seems to have changed, but it, it, it used to feel super sluggish and weird, and um, some of the plugins like weren't saving their settings and things like that. Um, and I encountered no issues. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it It's definitely like, um, do I need to say what this is? This is the, the DAW that UAD made that basically yeah. is supplied for free with all of their um, hardware. Well, basically any of their digital products. Like uh, oh. at this point, yeah, I mean, I think you need an Apollo to run it, but now that UAD is branching out into having native plugins as well in, in the, the under the umbrella of UAD Spark, uh, I'm not sure if that might change, if they might have it as, like a, as included with Spark or something as well. But anyway... Um, it's definitely like a music-focused thing. It's not something I would want to edit dialogue or something in. It's just very, oh, very like music-forward. It, it's um, there's a lot of familiarity. If you know Pro Tools, there would be a lot of familiarity with this, but with kind of some modern appointments and some simplification. Um, so I get along with it pretty quickly because of that. And yeah, um, so I don't know. It was all right. I, I I'm tempted to the next time I have a a. a Maybe not a maybe not a whole band next time. Maybe next time I have a singer songwriter or somebody in here, um, something mm. that's not going to be like, you know, thirty forty tracks. Maybe I'll uh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll record it in here because I kind of think that's that's the 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 where this thing might sing because of the in, the the way it interacts with the hardware that I have. It's really going to be fluid between an input track versus a mix track. Whereas with Pro Tools, I have to have the separate app open to the be the monitor mixer and all this. It's a little bit you know, disconnected and clunky. So mm. I, I don't know. At this point, I it might be not buggy enough. It might be it might be unbugged enough that I kind of want to give it a try. So anyway. Cool. Um very yeah. cool. Yeah. I can dig it. Fucking A. All right. Do we uh, I'll talk about we, uh what? Want, I was I was say, about, do you want to talk about anything? Yeah, you want to talk about reverb pedal? Uh sure. Sure. <laughs> 
Sure. Sure, I do. Sure, I fucking do. Do you want to hear what what haven't I done? I haven't played this in a bit. You want to hear a funny story? That's maybe not. It's not funny, but you want to hear, yeah, sure. hear a story? When we first brought Jack home in those like first, you know, seven days or whatever, really yeah. ragged, rough time, trying to figure out what he likes, trying to figure out how to put him back to sleep, try to figure out what I'm doing in the middle of the night, all that stuff. Yeah. That was the only thing that came to mind for me to hum to him to calm him down was that demo. <laughs> Are and you I, kidding me? <laughs> no, I'm not. And because it was like short enough and I was like, I don't know any like kids songs. I don't know yeah. any nursery rhymes. I don't know anything. I, I just am so out of touch with all of that. I don't know any Disney songs, none of that. Yeah. And I'm like, what can I sing to this kid to like, I'm not just going to start singing like friggin'. I don't even know what, just something out of my iTunes library that right. <laughs> you know ends up being like completely inappropriate. But <laughs> <laughs> so just like humming like the melodies of songs and stuff. And that one was always that demo just stuck in my mind at two in the morning to like be the thing that you just sit there and quietly rock him and hum that back and forth. And it worked. Oh, that's that's really <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Supermoon by Mr. Black. Yeah. Puts your babies to sleep. Puts your babies right <laughs> to sleep. You, they love that super moon. I'm I'm just um I while you were telling that story, I couldn't help but notice in my video monitor, I can't it's very small, but was my dog licking her ass the whole time oh, I we didn't were notice. talking? Because uh, we'll have to review the podcast later. She's right there over my shoulder and I happen to look down and, and check so, the tape. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Ginny. That was really cool. You did it at the right time. You're good. How, how's your butthole? How okay. does that taste to you? Okay. Friggin' ace. <laughs> Nailed it. All right. So anyway. Um, okay. So we're talking about a pedal. Is that correct? We're talking about the Strymon Cloudburst. The Strymon Cloudburst, which that demo was not made on. It was the Mr. Black no. Supermoon. But anyway, so the Strymon Cloudburst, is this a, a, I'm just looking at this right now. Is this a little, is this a little baby of a, of the other, of the big sky? It's a baby of the blue sky, even. Blue it's smaller sky. than. Oh, cause there was already a baby of the big sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the blue sky came out first and then this the big like sky embryo. years later. So this, <laughs> this is the cloudburst uh, ambient reverb from Strymon, and it's in a new form factor for Strymon, yeah. which I I think is kind of low key. My most my my favorite thing about this is it that like, uh, Strymon's kind of breaking away from their their footprints. Yeah. So, yeah. um, so compact, good. It's like a regular pedal size. It's still got the Strymon brand. Identity, you know, like the, okay. the design language of Strymon, like the bent uh, aluminum enclosure and stuff. So this pedal, however, is based on the cloud mode from the Big Sky. Okay. So they've taken that thing. The ambience, yeah. Yeah. They've taken the cloud setting and they've broken it out and they've tinkered with it a bunch under the hood and put it in a new box. And you can have it for $279. Which is an awfully good price for a Strymon pedal. I guess you are getting yeah. just a tiny fraction of a Strymon pedal, but but it's a good fraction. Like it's yeah. it's 
Yeah, it, it is one algorithm from the big sky. But that being said, it is one of their most popular sounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, it sounds fucking great. So it looks what like else we still do you got want? quite a bit of options here. I mean, there's there's some stuff going yeah. there, there's uh, the ensemble switch, right? We've sort of got two I'm tell I can tell that there's two loudnesses here. Yeah, so the ensemble thing is is really interesting. And on the site here, it says it analyzes 48 different frequency bands as you play, generating upper harmonic partials of what it finds in each band. And so as you play, it is learning, ensembleizing you. It is understanding what you're giving it in a way that is... It knows what to do with it in a smart way that's not just um, making a washy reverb mess. Right, because you, you, know? you, can, you can have trouble with partials if you're playing, if they're, they're playing out of key with you. They can, yeah. if you're not careful, right? So this is, I, I assume, yeah. this would be managing to stay away from that kind of zone. And it does. And so when you change pickups or playing styles or whatever, you know, you're, you're moving along on your guitar. It is adapting to that in a very nice way, in a very real time. So that's a, a pretty killer thing. It, it creates this ambient pad underneath what you're playing in a way that is hashtag musical and usable and isn't getting in the way. You know, it's not yeah. clashing with what you're playing because it's adapting on the fly. So combine that with a pre-delay knob as... Mm-hmm all reverbs I think should have. And this is like the ultimate compact option for ambient reverb and affordable too. That's not a blue yeah, sky. Right. That's not blue skies fucking $379 now. Like it's a and lot. That's the, that's and, the and little one. The little one, the big one is 479. Yeah. Wow. So you're getting up there real quick and I don't know. So like, this monostereo switch too. This is um Yeah. This so that they must put stereo on a Y cable. Yes. Yeah. And it's also got MIDI over a TRS. Okay. Expression. So uh, like the new uh, Mark IIs of many of the Strymon pedals, they have USB-C on this thing and mm-hmm. I'm telling you though, it's the size. Like that's the thing. It's yeah. the size. And yeah. yes, it sounds awesome. Like I would not expect anything Less from Strymon. But what I'm seeing here is that their compressor should actually be in this format. Their oh, phaser yeah. should actually be in this but, format. <laughs> like most of the stuff that isn't, uh, the, the things that, that don't need the million presets and stuff, like they should have already been in this format. Yeah, or more than five knobs. You know, yeah. like the some of the stuff, I get it, like the flint has two sides, a reverb side and a tremolo side. The other form factor works well for that. But, yeah, geez, I, I mean... I don't know. Like, what's the the compressor has a boost on it, probably, or or is it a preset switch? Like, who needs a preset? I have, on I have no I idea. Know. I've not but paid like, attention to the the Strymon. Yeah, compressor. I just think like it's so clear that like, oh, we needed this size Strymon pedal five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's that's my take, I guess. And now we were talking about it in Discord today. Um, is Strymon going to continue kind of? Breaking out the big pedals into their smaller form factor constituents. You know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't think so. Um, 
I think the next move is really for them to update the big pedals because they just did an update of all the the now medium sized pedals like the Blue Sky and the Flint. Those all got updates that they feature USB C. There's like an actual hardware update to them. Okay. So the knob layout's different. There's some other stuff going on. They're updatable, mm-hmm. which is kind of the thing. The Big Sky came out in 2010, and it has yes, it's updatable over MIDI, but I. I don't actually know if this is true. I'm fairly sure they're not updating the algorithms because those are like printed on the case. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're the not names, changing like sure. yeah. not changing the names. They may be changing like what they do, how they sound a little bit or the parameters within, but otherwise the pedal's largely the same and they're they're changing like quality of life improvements about using them with those updates. Right. Which are pretty mm-hmm. dang infrequent. Mm-hmm. Every few years there's one. I've never updated my timeline, for example. So, because I need a fucking MIDI to USB connector. <clears throat> okay, so, that kind of bites. Which super bites. It's like a $40 thing that it's just annoying. and <laughs> it's stupid to have. It's stupid, yeah. So, um, meanwhile, why doesn't my timeline have USB on it? <laughs> right? Like, that's, that's yeah. what gets me. Yeah. <laughs> huh. So, I think... I said this earlier in, in the chat. My wish list for this, the big pedals, anyway, is a better screen, like not just a classic alarm clock radio LCD screen, and uh, a more normal power consumption, which is maybe a, a high ask, I guess. But and a USB. Just let me update mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. People talk about the size of these a lot, and I I just want to mention quickly. I don't think the size is that big a deal. It is actually the timeline anyway, and the, the Big Sky and the Mobius are all the same form factor. They're smaller than I thought they would be. Yeah, they're when not I, that When I got big. mine. Yeah. Um, it's no bigger than my HX Stop, so if you're familiar with that, it is essentially the same thing. Yes, they're big, but I think they can not be smaller and be the workhorses they are. Just because you need... The thing has nine knobs on it. Like, Where are you going to put those? Yeah, you'd be I, stripping away features, you know. Right, I don't think that. Right, I mean, I mean, I think this is a good form factor. I don't think they were missing a mark or anything like that with the other one. It's no. it's pretty compact for the kind of thing that it is. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if anything's going to necessitate updates, it would have to be market pressures. I I wonder yeah. if the if that size of pedal <clears throat> kind of get continues at all. Um, it's hard to believe Maybe. they need to be that big. Um, not that it's like a problem, but like, why couldn't you put, why couldn't you put Big Sky in the Blue Sky case? You know what? What feature? I think it's would just because out? it'd be presets, like clearly accessible but, and so, visual so, presets of right. like reading the name. Okay, so so how about this? Instead of like saying like put it in that case, like put it in that case, but now there's like a touch screen or something because they're not going to step yeah. out of the premium pedal world, right? So we're definitely no. going to have a like upper crust kind of. You know, I, I think if they do that, like they don't need to stick with that very large case. They could go to their medium case or whatever, um, but it's going to have some kind of touchscreen-like features to present that information. Yeah. I mean, that's the real thing. Like if I had something that complex, um, you know, the the time that I've used a Big Sky, it was confusing. 
They me. are, yeah. And yeah, you do need to really read the manual with this stuff. Yeah. And I would like more feedback. I would like more explicit stuff. I would like knobs that have colored rings, um, things mm. like that. And I think if you're paying as much as Strymon charges, those are things yeah. that could be expect that that should be kind of expected from from that. And then there's this. Yeah. Like if they want to do this, this is great. This isn't confusing. Yeah. So like it, it works just here's like the a thing, regular though. pedal. This works just like a regular pedal, but yeah. it's got USB-C, so that means something's coming for it, right? I don't know what, uh, but maybe someday they'll update it. Who so the confusement or, can be loaded via USB. Or it's how you're managing <laughs> MIDI presets or whatever. Like That yeah. is a convenience factor, like a quality of life change. Again, you know, you look at these other pedals that are like these epic DSP machines yeah. that they come out, and then they are frozen in time from that day. Well, that's not, there's and, no need for that. Yeah, so. Yeah, and so you would never say that about like an overdrive pedal, but it's not this thing that's like a computer that you step on. You know, it's, <laughs> that's a deep tone control joke right there. Um, oh, it was also about a delay you're, pedal. You're, <laughs> you're 10, calling back to year one. <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay, anyway, I just think, yeah, I don't know. Where do they go from here? Obviously, I think it's clear they're going to expand this new smaller lineup. Yeah. They, they'd be crazy not to. But because um, it's a much better size, it's a much better price. And mm, I thought about buying a Blue Sky at one point, and then I saw the price tag, and I was like, fuck that. I'm not spending <laughs> 400 bucks on this thing that I, I just, is it would be like, that's a good reverb. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Like an okay but anyway, reverb. like the, the cloud burst, this is the one. I think they, they, they've their prices just went up with these V2s, and like you may call it inflation or whatever as well. I don't know, but because like a new hardware update came out at the same yeah. time, but um, they shouldn't be that expensive. Like, get this one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see where the market pressure goes, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, so. Cool, man. All right. <clears throat> well, good on this one, though. Mm-hmm. Strymon, well done. I think it's man. out. Um, it's either available or up for pre-order or something like that. Two seventy nine. It's expensive, but reverbs get expensive. Yeah, there's there's plenty of, of regular pedals that are between yeah. two fifty and three hundred. It's not. Yeah. Very low cost for for a Strymon product. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I'm realizing now I forgot to put Pedal Genie in the show notes because yeah, I don't have a pedal. But um, that's stupid. Well, Hawaiian <laughs> Pizza is technically a Pedal Genie pedal. That is true. It was from like a month ago. But yeah, yeah. do you have a pedal yet, Justin? <laughs> what do you think? I I don't. Okay. I don't. Spoiler alert! I don't have a pedal. Um, <clears throat> okay, I am going to definitely <laughs> fix that tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, man. I believe in you. <clears throat> Tomorrow's the day. Honestly, procrastinators today was, assemble tomorrow. Today kind of got away from me, but that doesn't explain and my behavior sick, over yeah. the past month and a half. Uh, <laughs> okay, I will fix that. I will start having pedals again really soon. I promise. Okay. Okay. Um, I will figure out what what the problem is and get that get that changed. Let's get it. So do you um, want to do the thing anyways? 
Let's do the thing anyways. Nobody's in the chat tonight. Uh, well, they had some people, but they had to take off, unfortunately. Yeah. The gift call was toast, and I kind of want to save it for when people are here because I think that'd be All a right. good one. <laughs> <laughs> All so right. We're going to we'll, save toast for next We're going to save toast. We'll, we'll run the ad anyway and see you then. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $22 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $47 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping. So you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $77 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone, and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wishlist with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie. All your pedal wishes granted. Since that's the first time in a long time that we've run that ad and I've had nothing to do but wait for it, yeah. I have a real I don't know what to do with my hands situation. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, like, um, I was like, what yeah. is happening? What am I supposed to... I'm just realizing, like, I actually don't have a button that just takes me off the screen. <laughs> um, maybe well, I should also, have that. I don't know. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and But we're yeah. still on the screen. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, very professional operation. I think it's the it's, takeaway um, here. The... The music in that, like the, again, this is the first time I haven't been distracted by something else, and right. I haven't listened to that Wii Nintendo Wii Shop music, in yeah. a long, like closely in a long time, and that's great. Like it is so so good. Absolutely slaps. It's just pure, you know. Yep, <laughs> and um, it is. It is exactly what it is trying to be. I feel like shopping, perhaps at Pedal Genie. <laughs> Sign up now. <laughs> All right, what's up? I was just, I needed something for the show notes. So I thought we'd talk about picks. Picks, <laughs> look at these motherfuckers. Yeah, so I bought Damn. some picks from. I've had some honey picks here for a while, and I yeah. really like them. I like them a lot. I have some of those Kieranite picks. Uh, here's one with some holes cut into it for oh, easy grippage. That's for the and speed, right? So that for aerodynamic. The, yeah. It weighs less. <laughs> it's very fast, the air, yeah. and it doesn't, it's very good. You can pick um, faster with it. I got this because the back of some of their other picks is a little too slippery, and I wanted oh. to grab onto some stuff a little better. So I bought a bunch of picks from them recently, and, and in the last year or so, I've gotten into the honey pick thing. So honey-picks.com, these guys are great. I have picks now in a number of sizes, and I wanted to like just run this by you, Justin. And I want to see okay. if like you can, I feel like I can hear a difference. <laughs> I also can't tell if I am just feeling a difference in my hand and it's sort of like I'm confusing my senses, yeah. you know? So I've got I, a one I and a half mil. Is, I know there is some like clearly audible differences on acoustic guitars between That's like true. thick I ha- and thin, but I'm not sure how much it, 
I mean, I assume some of it would translate to electric. So that's the that's yeah. the preconception I'm going into this with. So here's the other thing. Uh, these are all mostly the same material, and I will say they are all uh, the same hardness, though. So thick okay. or thin, there is no flex in these picks. They are not celluloid. Oh. So now that's different. Even, yeah. even the thin ones are... I mean, my thinnest one here is 1.5 mL, which is pretty thick. That's a yeah, it's a big, it's a big boy. That's a big one. So these Altex ones, like the little yellow one, the the Jazz Three yellow that you have there, that I gave yes. you, I think this is a one point. Uh, what is it? Does which it still on? hasn't walked away, by the way. Not that the, one right the there. I think those are picks went to their convention, but this one remains. <laughs> these might be like 1.17s or something like that. Uh, so over a mil, like one one mL is kind of the the marker for heavy, mm-hmm. heavy. You know. So anyway, that's I have when this, a regular material pick would kind of stop to bend. Right, stop, stop and that's bending, why you know? that's why I liked them so much because mediums and lights. I like those on acoustics because they do have that flex and they give you some more like percussive string noise. Yeah, but it, I don't it, think that translates well on electric. It, it turns the string noise, and it doesn't always translate well on acoustic, too. It depends on what's True. going on. And if you have a mic that's anywhere close to your hand, like kind of, I don't know, I, I, I tend to not like them very much when any recording situation, really, because of mm. what it does to the note. And I mean, I could see a situation where you would kind of want it to be super even and 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 not dynamic, and mm-hmm. that might be a good way to achieve that. Anyway. So I've got a 1.5 mil acrylic here. I got they do a Jazz Three size, which is yeah. rad, and you can get it in small, medium, or, or large. So the Jazz Three size smalls are they are exactly Jazz Threes. If you're that's if you're like me, mm-hmm. so I've got a one and a half, a two, a three, a four, and a five mil pick. All right. The one and a half, four, and five are new. Excuse me, I'm burping two beers tonight. So wow, <laughs> burpy. I've had the two and the three for a while. I like those a lot. But look at this. This is a medium, uh, medium size. Look at this some bitch. Look how thick this bastard it's is. Fucking, this is it's f- almost a circle. It's almost as thick as it is wide. <laughs> it's good constant radius. <laughs> new pick. It's a fucking blue. It's a fucking so like, blueberry. <laughs> Check out my new pick. It's a blueberry. <laughs> Fucking, it's a marvel. It's, it's, it's a, how many mils is that, dude? Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, so anyway, here it is like stacked up with the, the 1.5. So it's obviously, it is large and in charge, you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to go through like, here's the one and a half. Here's the two. Sorry, Here's the. Th- like, I'm, I'm not gonna. You with the blueberry again? <laughs> <laughs> it just breaks. <laughs> fucking juice. Mush everywhere. Juice everywhere. Just blueberry schmear. All right. I'm sorry. I'm gonna listen now. I swear. That's okay. So here's the one and a half. I just want to see. Like, uh, yeah. hopefully this will translate okay. over Discord. So that sound, that like, that that snappiness, I feel yeah. like that's what I get out of these thin picks, okay, thinner picks, and that's what I like. Okay. For like the hard hitting rock and roll, I like that like pop that it has. So now this, I don't know if you can really see this. Um, it's not just really, so but thick. it's like it's super thick, but it come, it's wedged, so it comes yeah. down to a point and. 
What that means is you can feel the tip of the pick. You can kind of see it in some of the images scrolling on the site here. Yeah. But there's also the where the plane of the pick surface starts to dip down so it can go to that point. There's like two, right, so it's, two it's like surfaces. Beveled, yeah. and then it beveled, lets go the of the string, right? So it starts to yeah. move, and then it lets go. So you can feel that ridge. You can feel that change. You can feel the bevel happen. And that might be a deal breaker for some. It's not something I expected. Mm. So anyway, here's the, the one and a half again. And here's the five. You know, I think I can hear it. It's like Yeah, so it's like Yeah, it's ahead. it's like a softened attack. It really is. It it's is like a it, softened it, attack. It, it, That's like what it I'm saying. Ploinks, it pull it ploinks less. You're reducing your point. The ploink of your pick. Your we got a lot of no, good titles. No, it would be it would be you're reducing the ploink of your plectrum. <laughs> your ploink drum. <laughs> <laughs> so right, but here's the thing that happens with big picks. You get that big pick energy. Can you hear this? Oh. It might be too soft. It sounds like Do you, you're you're doing like a hammer on with just the pick. I am. <laughs> it's like a baby bird. Yes. <laughs> so you hear that, but that's I what do. you hear it oh, happening. It's doing it right in the note. Yeah. So depending on how you attack the string, that is more severe or not. So, so what happens if you play Blackbird with this pick right now? Well, Blackbird's fingerprint, Justin, so you, get the fuck out of here. Can you <laughs> can you make this happen, Derek? The, the, the point is we need the birds to be coming from the guitar while you're— Are we going to get like a, like a, a DMCA takedown? If you play Blackbird, no. Anyway. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Be good if I remembered how to play it. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, that was great. Just like I remember. Anyway, so these little picks don't do that as much. Mm-hmm. It's still there, but it's much harder to do because there's less surface area on the pick for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stop hearing it. Are you doing it on purpose? Are you making it worse? I am doing a little, I am a little bit. So like, depending on how you attack the string, right? You have to be completely, uh, is it parallel or perpendicular? Now, like, which one is it? Because parallel the plane is like of this. I know that, but like. Perpendicular the, is like this. I know, but like my attack is perpendicular, but the pick is parallel. Yeah, so your motion is perpendicular. So what you're saying is if you have the pick flat, instead of touching it with one edge before the rest, if you have it flat, it makes the bird sound? It's both. It's both. So Right, it's the, if the pick is not coming in perfectly perpendicular to the string. Oh, so if you do hit it at a slight angle. Yeah, that's when it happens. Because you're, you're, it's effectively like a slide at that point. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just way up high because you're over the pickups. But if I come in totally, and that's just like me kind of fucking it up to exaggerate this. Yeah. 
you can make it stop. I'm still on the five here. But there's also this other, it's, like... It's doing this on wound this is, strings, too. Yes. Because that sounds if it's, like... It sounds like fl- uh, unwound strings, doesn't it? Well, so this... That's the unwound. Okay. Up high. Lower, it's going to sound like a pick scrape. Uh, okay, okay, I see. Um, so, like, you know, I'm coming in kind of like this way a little bit, so it's mm, the okay. leading edge is down, so it is causing a little bit of slide. Are these picks a so, training aid? Is this to teach people to use, like, perfect pick no, technique? Because <laughs> otherwise you'll no. sound like birds. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad idea, I guess. But no, I mean, I, I got this because I was like, what's the, I'm seeing thick picks all over. And like all these, you know, companies like Honey yeah. Picks, these small businesses and stuff that are making five, six, seven, eight millimeter picks. And I'm like, that's absurd. Like, I may as well play guitar with a cherry tomato, you know, and <laughs> or a blueberry. So, what, yeah, so, um, so it, it's, so that's the thing. Is, is this, was there a market need that these companies filled, or did these companies set up and say, well, we want to make picks and who How can cares we do it about, in a cool way? Yeah. Who cares about us because you can just get these things for 10 cents at the shop when you're buying strings from Dunlop? And they said, well, what we'll do is we'll make insane shit that they don't have at the music store so you can only get them from us. And that will, you yeah. know. And I mean, is, there's is that. there there's, a there's other... to this? They didn't even know before they started. I mean, it's the sh- there's the shape game too. Yeah. So like, you know, there's these, I don't know if you can see this. It might be too dark. But this is like an offset asymmetrical. Yeah. I'll do that thing. Like it's an there asymmetrical pick shape. Right. Um, I've got some, like here's just kind of a wider, wider, um, triangular thing mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, we I, talked I don't about know a bunch they, of these shapes from yeah from, I think from and, honey one other time too but yeah I've had some other stuff from them and then it's the materials too so these ones that we yeah. were talking about today were acrylic which does have a sound that's different than celluloid and I think you know this Kieranite stuff has a different sound if you get into things like casein uh, which is like an animal protein. It's yeah. like a um, a tortoise shell, like a um, faux tortoise shell type of okay. material. It's actually funny enough the protein in milk that Jack is allergic to. <laughs> <laughs> Stay um, away from the pics, Jack. Don't let him touch no! the pics. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's not it's not this like Tortex stuff. It's not. Uh, I don't even. This one I have these ones from. Is it Howling Monkey? Look how sharp this is. Knife pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've seen them like that before. This is made from some kind of like cured nut material. (laughs) Not not guitar nut, but like an actual like the fruit of a tree nut. Cured. Oh, never mind. I think we're done here. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I just I wanted to like talk about that quick. Um, I'm surprised how much I could hear it. And then I also can't stop hearing the bird sounds now. Yeah. So and, and what do I do with that? I think like part of that's on me for like really exaggerating that and trying to uh, to point that out. Um, but the the really interesting, I don't, I don't know if it's interesting, but the go get a really thick pick and see how you feel about it. Because yeah. I think you know I, I when I was coming up with with guitar, it was very like start with a medium, you know. See how you feel. Start with a medium. Don't worry about picks right now. 
And right. then then somebody gave me a heavy and sense. it was like, oh, this is so much better. You know, and, and it just felt louder and and I don't know, better, more direct. And then you get into like shapes, and then you get into materials, and then it can kind of it's a slippery slope, but go get a thick boy. See how that I does. Should. I have this one here that's that's pretty oops, hit my mic. I have one here that's pretty thin. This is this mm-hmm. is like stuff people left here though, but yeah. mostly they're thick stuff. Um, mostly. What's cool too about honey picks stuff. is you can get all these different grips applied to the picks. So I've yeah. got a couple that have these holes in them. Um, these are drilled straight through. And you just gives you a little some of this like actual oh, yeah. like it's turf a, tape. It's like yeah, like grip tape. It's not it's not uh, actually tape, but it's like it's like sandpaper. Like a, like cat's tongue kind of material. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, and then you can just get them with like other prints on them and other grippies. Very customizable over there at Honey Picks. Um, yeah, dude. I like what they do. Good company. Yeah, I mean, and they just, send you a little little piece of candy, a bit of honey when you order. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, just the logo embossment is like deep enough that mm-hmm. there'd probably be enough grip for most of these for me. Well, except I don't know how I'd deal with the really thick stuff. I'm gonna That's try specifically why I got all the holes in this one. It's because so these glass so beads big. that are all over the place in these um, yeah. pictures. This is the same. Like that is exactly like the pearl ones and the smoked glass and then the clear glass. Those are exactly the thing that I know. Those came from the Marshalls like store, the the, the mm-hmm. like a uh, craft decorating store. Uh, because Michaels. There's, Michaels. That's what it is. There's yeah. like a jar. Uh, there's a, a few <laughs> jars of that with like fake flowers in my house that have these all in the bottom. Um, oh, it, it, this is it's the perfect thing to photograph pics with. Is is it? I was thinking it was some of the pics. I'm gonna actually go get one and I'm gonna. Try <laughs> You're gonna play guitar with it. it <laughs> hey guys, I found a marble. Let me plug in. <laughs> I mean, it's not exactly a marble. It technically has a part that you would hold it with, I guess, sort of. There's a flat side, yeah. Yeah, it's a flattish side, and I'll... So is the I'll flat just, side up or down? I, f- I would do flat side down. I feel like I would want the flat side on my finger, and my thumb would be holding the yeah, round Yeah, so flat apart. side yeah. flat side down, yeah. Because that would be... Then I'm striking with the... Right. No, nah, I'm not going to get anywhere near the flat side. It'd be I'm more striking. like a plectrum yeah. in that case, rather than like a... Marble. Like a hammer situation. <laughs> I just, I wonder what the bird sound situation is going to be like when I'm. Probably pretty similar. I wonder if I can play anything with that dumb thing. It'll be like the pick version of when you're just playing with your thumb. I'll do it. I'll do it. Or, or like, you ever play with like a nickel or something? Because it's all you can find. Uh, no, <laughs> it'll be like I, that. honestly, I play like with my, with my hand in pick shape, but no yeah. pick in it all the time. Like when I'm trying to play softer mm, and I'll okay. like, I'll occasionally like do little thumb plucks, but I don't, I'm not, I don't really do much like a proper finger yeah. style, but I'll do little like nails. I'll do little nails to it. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's what I do when, when there's a guitar in a place and I need to move it out of my way and I just like pick it up like do 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 and I put it back down somewhere. <laughs> you know, I'm not so going to go grab so a pick for you that. You haven't violated <laughs> causality in the universe. I understand completely. Yeah. 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 You held a guitar. And um, obviously, I mean, got you got it. You got to plink it a little bit. You yeah, got to sorry, plink it a little. Just give it a little. There's a little, little 
little, little plink. Yeah. We should probably stop podcasting. Okay, yes, we've run over. <laughs> We're 10 minutes over. I apologize personally for my part in that, which was I said all the dumb things. And... Uh- is that different than normal? Never mind. No, but it's still, uh, <laughs> it's still uh, it led us here. It's part of the path. All right, look. Oh, I don't. I didn't put thing of the week on here. Thing oh. of the week. Thing of the week. Marbles. Uh, marbles. marbles and blueberries. And what's mine? I, I have a real one. Um, I got a music suggestion. Oh, right on. Yeah. So let's do thing of the week. Is your oh, is your you suggestion? I'll do, a, I'll do a music. Su- yeah, my suggestion is play your guitar with a marble. You 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 big you big softy. Come on, what are you gonna do? No, I thought you know what. Uh, let's no, because I'm gonna talk about this for ages. I was gonna say that new that new thrice thing. Oh yeah, but it's gonna make me want to talk about. It. Maybe all right. This forces me to not talk about it for very long. Okay. All right. All right, because I don't want to go long on this. Um, so it's the the new Thrice record is a remake. Re-recording. Uh, a re-recording, yeah. It, it's not a re-release. It's a remake of Artist in the Ambulance, which is one of their earlier records um, when they had kind of a different sound to the band. And, really different, yeah. Um, it was 20 what, years ago. 20 years ago, 20 years. And yeah. it's... Um, it's uh, uh, it was a really kind of a favorite album of mine at that time of when many. it was contemporary. Yeah. yeah, like, and um, that was that was the kind of music that I was really jamming with at the time. It was fit right into my wheelhouse. It was great, and it is super interesting because they. I mean, there's a few fun things like there's some guests and stuff that are on different songs, and that's mm-hmm. fun to listen for. Um, but they do the whole album true to form, um, but they sound like they do now. They like, sound like Thrice today, they not sound like Thrice, Thrice 20 today years ago. In the way that their records sound. Now, Thrice has gotten more and more into this. It's almost like band in a room. You can hear the you can hear the ambience. It's not like a long echo, yeah. but they're definitely like using room mics for everything kind of sound instead of like the early 2000s, um, you know, coming off of new metal. And I mean, mm. I would, I mean- it was. It's not new metal. It's. It's um, no. But but it has it, this, uh, the down tune guitar like the tone of guitars at that time. Well, it's a super tight. Yeah. Thing and, high and gain. High gain. It's really. It's kind of scoopy. It's. Yep. And so anyway, so to me, like this has a different feel. The the drums have a much more standing in the room with the drum sets set feel, and I can hear the walls of that drum room. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And the guitars have this mid-range focus that I don't think those I think those tones were missing back then, in a sense. You yeah. know, it's it's and more just a about, crunch. Like yeah. it's, it's it's not it, it's a it's a perfect case study in Riffs are heavy, not guitar tones. Exactly. And yes. <laughs> so, so to have them like the tones back then were, I think, a little more heavy metal, you know, compared yeah. to what's going on now. But the riffs still rule. And uh, if you if you have the time to compare, especially if you are familiar with the record before, like it's it's so interesting to, that the note definition to me is a lot clearer on this new one. And yeah. it's not because there there's a ton of extra highs and lows. You know what I mean? It's the mids. It's the mids. <laughs> you guys. Guess what? Like, guess what, bitch? Guess what, bitch? It's the, it's mid. the mids, as I keep saying. Um, yeah. And so I think it's I think it's really interesting. Also, the vocals are pretty damn quiet in the mix. 
which I also yeah. think is interesting. Anyway, there's a lot to pay attention to because it's the same songs and the same record to be able to. Yeah, just, you can you can get over the study. songwriting component. Yeah, yeah the production and, study and of it is really interesting. So, yeah, I was, and they did they talk about that much beforehand? It just came out just, to my I knowledge. Have no like idea. it just dropped. I, I don't know, but so exciting. There's a tour as well. They're doing cool. an anniversary tour with it, like cool. album front to back thing, which I fucking love when bands do that. God, it's great. <laughs> uh, oh man, I, did I tell you I'm going to see Death Cab and the Postal Service later this year? Whoa. He's, yeah. He's working hard that night. <laughs> yeah. And it's for anniversaries of Transatlanticism and the one and, Postal Service record. And the Postal Service. Give up. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing those albums front to back and I cannot wait. Wow. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be wild. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, so check out that the artist in the ambulance re-recording. It's fun. Um, it is cool to hear and compare. Um, I, I am a little. I get a little bothered because the guitars are not always perfectly in tune, and I wonder mm. if they were like using baritone guitars then and they're not now, or one or I the think other they weren't kind of then and they are now. Okay. Yeah, there's a little bit. <laughs> I don't of, know. There's a little bit of slop in the tuning that didn't exist in the old record, but the old record has this now that I have better production ears, has this really irritating uh, clipping mm-hmm. distortion on the guitars, of all things, in the master. So they just, it it yeah. was, there's parts of the end of the song where I can hear clipping distortion in the ring out of a guitar chord at the end of the song, and it just, ugh, yuck. Um, it's it's an interesting anyway. case of like what was in style too. Yeah, you yeah. know, like that was the thing at the time. Yeah. That, that record sounds like records from 2003 or whatever. Yep. So... My thing of the week is also a band, uh, which maybe everybody's talking about that I'm just getting into called Sleep Token. And Sleep Token is doing this thing. They're they're a band in the UK. They're fully anonymous. They're one of these masked bands. You don't know who's in the (laughs) band, right? Because that's still cool, no matter how you cut it. (laughs) It is cool. (laughs) I mean, they can be Um, changing members. You don't know. You don't even know. (laughs) You don't even. Dave Grohl was rumored to be in Ghost for a little while. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just saying. So anyway, um, Sleep Token is progressive heavy metal meets indie rock. And those are two things that are very far apart on the spectrum of guitar-based music most of the time. Mm-hmm. And they do it. They do it real well. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so there are some of the most savagely heaviest, brutalist riffs I've ever heard next to very super delicate piano stuff. And, and the vocals are all very like soaring, sing-songy things, big, big production. There's like band lore. You know, they've got this like... Um, like in a Coheed and Cambria kind of way? Yes, yeah. yes. Except they're, they are in service of something that cannot be translated into English. The best approximation is the word sleep kind of thing. You know, it's this whole fucking <laughs> nice. production. All right. And it is... Weird, and sometimes I, I've shared it with a lot of people, and they're like, "I don't think I like this." <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know if I like the vocals, which is fine. Like very operatic vocal style, um, but just like monstrous songs in, in such an interesting way of clashing styles that makes you realize genres are fucking stupid, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Genres just like are over, right, idiot. Write what you want to write. Just write the write the fucking thing, and who cares what it is? And they do a good job of that. But they've got two records out, and there's some singles out for an album coming later this year. And it's like one of those bands that like there is a deep 
uh, cult-like following for. Like members of the fan base are like, they worship, quote unquote. Like not that they're worshiping literally, but concerts yeah. are called like, I'm going to worship. Like Ghost uh-huh. does, like I'm going to a, uh, what does Ghost call it? Um, like a ceremony or something like uh-huh. that. So <laughs> it, it's great. It is hyper production stuff and just the coolest. So check out Sleep awesome. Token. And I've been listening to it a lot. and It's great. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, that'll do it then. Great job, everyone. Everyone just really, this is a good one. Yeah. Got a lot of good titles. Out of Look nowhere. forward to this at Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. As usual, find our Discord at discord.io slash tone control. And, um, you know, step up. Support the show on Patreon. It's a it's a good way to be. You'll be in good company when it, when you do it, and uh, good things will happen to you if you do it. I can almost guarantee that. Patreon.com slash the tone control is where you'll find that. For as little as a dollar a month, you'll help us um, do cool things. I was about to say help us make the show, but honestly, we'll make the show anyway. Uh, but True. The money, it goes right it, back it. helps it. that, and it helps in a really uh, validating way. So mm. there's that. There is that. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, it does help in that way. Um, but we <laughs> people we actually don't, give a shit. We don't make money from the show. We don't pocket the donations that people make to us. We use them to do cool things for the community because, as far as I'm concerned, they're donating to um, the community that is around the Tone Control podcast. All right, Correct. that's a pretty good way of saying it. Correct, and we'll be turning a lot of that money over later this year. As yes. our 10-year anniversary. 10-year anniversary, we're going to do something big. We're going to do a big um, giveaway of some kind. Um, and we use we use this. This is among the things that we use that money for. So um, support on Patreon. There's a bunch of different tiers. They come with uh, different perks, um, Some, including uh, for only $2 a month, uh, joining us in the secret, secret part of Discord uh, where we record the show and, and get access to the episodes early and, and things like that. But um, in general, Discord is free. It is not a social network. They're not trying to steal your shit. You just come and chat with us. That's all there is to it. Discords, yeah. Discords uh, has a different way of making money. They don't sell ads. They do it. They do it the same way. You can don't. You can basically sign up for Discord and you get special privileges to be able mm-hmm. to do funny things with your name and, and use different emojis. It's really that simple. So it's and honestly, <laughs> I gotta say, it is nice not being advertised to all the time. Yeah, yeah. Hang out in Discord more than I anywhere else use, these like, days. I don't use like any other social networks or anything, and yeah. I don't miss that. Um, yeah. So same. anyway. All so, right. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so thanks to the patrons. Uh, this week we've got Nick Greenwood, Carson Ricketts. Oh, shoot, I didn't oh, start the music. Oh. No, that's not a patron. Oh, God, now I'm all mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh, Nick Greenwood, Carson Ricketts, Matthew Fenslaw, Ryzen Wolf, Jamie Evans, Doug King, Big Daddy Doug, Righteous Ryan Johnson, <laughs> Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini. We were supposed to rename him. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks <laughs> Podcast, Mako Guitars, Andrew Walsh of Andrew's Alcove, Doug Christ of 37 Effects, and Sean Wright of Lollygagger Effects. Thank you all ever so much. And, um, you know, we'll. And be well. Yeah. Be well. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.